0: Welcome to Tanked Up, podcasts about video games and beer. It's episode 251. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Lucy.
1: You're the real host here, Ben.
0: <laughs> I just do the intro, one mate. One of. The intro and the outro. That's the... It.
1: <laughs> you keep things on the
0: rails. <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> um, <laughs> and joining us, a man who occasionally takes things off the rails. Adel, hey. <laughs> Occasionally, that's very kind of you.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's that's my unwritten role is the derailleur.
0: The derailleur, I like him. Yeah, nice. yeah. You have to change yeah, just your, another bicycle part. Yeah, you have to change your handle on everything now to to be the derailleur.
2: also a bicycle part. <laughs> I like
1: that, very the good. It's got like a very eighties. Yeah, I can keep going. I might break movie. it. Hmm? It's got a very eighties action movie vibe. The derailleur. Yeah. the
0: derailleur. Coming next summer, the (sighs) derailer. And we're already off on whatever we're talking about. Good. We are a podcast. We drink beers. We talk about video games If you've never listened to us before. Welcome. Hi. How have you found us? Come and chat to us in various ways. We'll talk about all of that later. But for now, we're going to open some beers. Uh, I might start this way. I rarely open a beer, but I've been kind of itching. um, Since since, since I.O.ing? Since the little one went down, um, what? Oh yes, no, all right, yeah. Fair. Um, <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm gonna open a beer rather than waiting for everybody else. I'm going to start with a beer from Duration called Sweeping Coast. Uh, there's flavour text. It is 4.8%. They say if you're fond of sand dunes and salty air, consider Norfolk. Sweeping coastlines that define the region as much as the vast skies, instantly recognisable. Our coastal dunes perpetually shift with each tide, gently changing the landscape in a state of continual variation. Sweeping coast is resinous, bright and fresh, yet subtly undulating on a journey. One that is always set to home. It has got... The yeast is the house blend yeast. Uh, it's got Mosaic, Azaka and Centennial in, and malted barley and wheat. That is everything. Um, I did try and look, because this is one of the beers I picked up from Beer 52 from uh, doing an online order rather than their standard subscription box because I had lots of points, Mm -hmm. so I got some money off. Um, Both beers actually are from, uh, from that order. But on all of them, they had about, say, like six to eight months left on their kind of best before dates. So I don't know if a lot of them have already been in the wild for sort of six or so months. Fortunately, the duration doesn't have any date on it, anywhere, that I can see. I don't want to turn out too much. Um, so who knows?
1: Forever young. I'm well, always
0: maybe. Good. maybe. Mm. We will see. Uh, Adam, we'll come to you next. What have you got?
2: I have this beer. It is a, another one from Kaiju Beer. Ooh. It is the Metamorphosis India Pale Ale. 6.7%. After being crushed to goo at the hands of the Mechagarganodon, garanodon, uh, screwed up that rating. Take two. <laughs> After being crushed to goo at the hands of the this mysterious beastie plots future devastation from within the hop cocoon. W- will its multi photosynthate provide sweet relief from the bitter lupulin coursing through its xylem and folum? phloem? Phloem. Flome? Oh flome? I got that <laughs> this wrong.
1: Like GCSE biology, and yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> uh,
2: too clever, beer. Too clever for me. Mm, um, agreed. But yeah, I'm looking forward to 6.7. I like how it had all that, and it's like, I don't know what hop is in this. Some sort of flome, <laughs> I guess. Flome
1: hop. So, so something from a plant. <laughs> in the cytoplasm. Um, mm,
2: mm, uh, yeah, yummy. so it is. All the
0: chlorophyll. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: there are no ingredients. Except that it's, okay. it's two standard drinks and it's a product of Australia.
3: Fair. Okay. Fair.
1: Australia,
2: no. Nice little hop cocoon, though, on the uh, tin. I like it.
1: Yeah. Good. I, I like him.
0: Lucy, what have you got this week? Mm. What are you starting with?
1: I'm starting. Well, I've got two pails. So, mm-hmm. starting with the one of the lower ABV. And this is a beer called Here Now You. Alright. You Now Here. Backwards. Here Now You. And it is from Free Hills Brewing. 5.2%. Uh, there's a little bit of flavour text. It says this session pail is designed to be in, <laughs> I like this. Designed to be an everyday drinking beer. <laughs> yes. Fine. No, I don't mind drinking every day. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, well balanced with hints of grapefruit and pine it can be a go to forever it can be a go to for every occasion so okay nice yeah uh, i haven't had many of uh free hills
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: i um put in an order a few weeks ago and what was it no this was from last week from from a local uh beer delivery place yeah. and i was like i haven't had much free hills i'll try them out um had a really nice double IPA over the weekend which was good so high hopes for this it's one. Nice,
0: I, I know they've just done a sort of a stout series um, mm. right, I think the same base but with lots of different adjuncts and things within each different type I believe I saw a few of them when I was uh, browsing the bottle shop um, their online page today didn't pick any up but I uh, haven't been in the mood for stouts recently so I mm, yeah. missed out on that one but
1: yeah it's getting a bit warmer yeah a bit more a little, a little sunshiny I mean apart
0: yeah. from the snow at the weekend uh, yeah, or, yeah. or last week whenever it was and then rain other mm. days <laughs> but anyway yes. let's talk about nice bits. I don't think I told you what the style of this one was it is a west coast pale ale uh, sweeping coast and it has a very very light citrusy a little bit of pine on the nose, not a huge amount. It's pretty, not hazy. It's got a little bit of, it's a bit opaque. I um, don't know if you can't really see anything behind it. It's a pretty solid um, kind of colour, very light, a little, little yellowy. Mmm, mmm. But it's an easy one to drink. Nose and the flavour match pretty well uh, getting a little bit of a citrus hit straight off maybe a bit more maybe a bit more lemony in there but again another little kind of tropical fruit maybe just in the background as well it's not, not just a lemony flavour there is an extra little fruity sort of sweetness going on in there as well But the bitterness, very, very light, very mild bitterness, that comes in quite quickly and then leads you into that piney finish, which is sort of what sticks around. There's this sort of lemony, almost a fragrant lemony flavor to it as well, um, which I think is maybe just where it combines with that that piney note, um, just to leave you with something that's maybe a little bit more fragrant than when you actually uh, drink it. But this has dried me out almost instantly and i just have to keep drinking (laughs)
1: Mm. very dry
0: very very dry i mean Mm. good nice nice flavors flow quite well but it's dry already you know five six seconds and i'm kind of reaching for it it is quite refreshing when you have an initial sip It is a nice sort of refreshing flavour. A lot of that is down to Mm -hmm. the citrus perhaps. But uh, yeah, instantly dry and wanting to to reach for it again. Which is fine. It's a nice flavour. But there's not much more to say about it, really, with that. Uh, So we'll come back to you, Adol. Hey, it's me. Um, I hope so.
2: So it's lightly citrusy. Maybe a touch tropical on the nose. It's this nice, very... Quite clear for, for an IPA. Um, let me see if I can get the lighting.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like you can see... Kind of. My eye... From...
1: It looks like classic IPA hmm. colour there.
2: Yeah, so a little orangey. Old
1: school,
3: yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, so it's got a little... Uh, a little bit of a piney hop. But mostly just sort of a citrus. Slightly... Um, Tropical nose.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. hmm
2: Um the finish is almost a little wet. Um uh and then it's but the hops are giving quite a strong bitter. Uh, bitterness. So when the actual like mouthfeel leaves you wet, when when those tropical and citrus flavors sort of start to recede, you're like, oh yeah, there's just this low level bitterness this that just sticking around. Um, not really piney.
3: Okay.
2: Um, it's really easy to drink.
3: It's
2: also, a touch of a maltiness in that finish that. um i think it's helping flatten it out making sure it doesn't just taste as like oh yes now you are bitter Mm. um it's sort of making me want to drink again just because what so it's not drawing my mouth out but as there's a slight sweetness and like i said this the sort of more citrus and fruity notes recede there's this underlying bitterness, which already three, four sips in I'm getting used to, but the first few sips were quite quick because it was like, and there's that bitterness. Let me just cover it up with that other stuff. Let me go yeah. back to to the well. Um, but having said that, this last sip, um, my palate must have just gotten used to it because it's still there, but sort of more receded. Also, um, that slight maltiness is sort of disappearing on me, which is unfortunate because it was helping round out the taste, but it's kind of also... So I think like these two tastes were were interesting maybe not well balanced but now they're sort of faded totally into my palate and mm-hmm. I'm not really noticing them. Um It's quite so it's so wet. I'm surprised it's 6.7% cuz it 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 tastes quite light in that respect just because mm-hmm. of that mouthfeel just because yeah. that that thinness to the liquid. Uh, which kind of makes it a little dangerous. Um Because you could just pound through six percent thinking it's four, quite easily. Um, Yeah, like I said, that finish being slightly sweet and then having this bitter but like low level bitterness throughout that you can get used to is interesting. Um, I wish the fruit stuck a lot around for a bit more. They're very much it's very much a front loaded taste, or like like more than half of the things going on are in the first sort of few seconds. And then, as things recede, they like like the tropicaliness, the citrusness, uh, and even that touch of floral that was on the nose is all kind of pretty gone. Uh, but there's still like, but there's still a finish going on. It's not like the taste. It's not like a quick tasting beer. It's this part's quick, and this other stuff sort of lingers, um, which is interesting. Uh, like I said, uh, m- mildly disappointed that the more dynamic stuff is is quite quick. Yeah. But we'll see, because I mean, after three sips, I was, I had done a almost a one eighty on mm-hmm. what I was expect coming out of it. So maybe the rest all balance out on my palate by the end.
0: That's fair. See how it evolves, how your palate mm. takes to it a little bit. Uh, and Lucy, we'll come to you.
1: Hmm. Yeah, mine's um, it's like in the nicest way, dirty pond water. <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's completely opaque. Sort of got a mm, light brownish, not quite ambery colour, somewhere between yellow and brown. Pond water.
0: Hmm. Fat.
1: When I first cracked the can it had a lovely aroma. I think it that's uh, dissipated a bit, so I'll pour a little bit more into the can. Yeah, some nice tropical fruit uh notes on the on the smell. Yeah, not not too much, just just a faint bit of tropical fruit mm. but it's nice.
0: We've all started off with quite light beers today, haven't we? Six point seven. Okay, not too light. <laughs>
1: I light
2: mean, for, us. light for us. Light for us. Light for me last week.
3: <laughs> mm.
1: It's it's light. It is um like you did? It's, it's got a very wet finish. It's it's quite thin in texture. Hmm. Slightly watery. Yeah, you're not getting too much bitterness. Bitterness is there, but it hasn't quite got that, like, bite to its bitterness that it sort of suggests it's going to. It sort of, like, fades into that kind of watery thin texture. There's not as much fr- I mean, probably... The lack of um, you know tropical fruits on the nose just just that faint hint that carries through into the taste there's mm. not too much fruit in the taste bit of maltiness I'd say it's probably the malt that I'm getting most of okay mostly malt a little bit of bitterness not too much fruit won't call this a beer that I'd have every day. It's um, it's okay. Mm. It's okay. I, I'm I'm not enamored with it. Um, got a little yeah. I think it's mostly the bitterness and a bit of maltiness. Maybe a little bit of earthiness as well. That's just creeping through on the back end. But there's not a lot to it. Like I don't know, not too. Not, not, too enthralled with this one, it's not it's not flattening me. It's not it's not something I drink every day. It's I probably wouldn't go for this again. Um you know, if it's, it's like, oh I just want a pale. It's like mm-hmm. probably won't go for this, probably go for something what, what I think <laughs> this is a bit of a harsh comparison, but what? Steady rolling man is like five, five point two percent. So it's like probably just go for that. Um yeah it, it, it I don't think it's balanced that well. It's mostly just like that bitterness is like creeping up more and more. Um, now, so it's just like an more of an overwhelmingly bitter taste at the end, and it's not really bringing much else to the table. So, a bit disappointed with that one.
0: Okay. How did you find the dipper mm-hmm. at the weekend?
1: It, I loved it. Yeah. It was really good. Um, gosh, I can't remember the name of it, but. I think it was 9%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was really well balanced. It was, it was like okay. the opposite to this. It was like fruity, it didn't taste it, it didn't it had that slight alcohol burn, but it didn't taste like a 9% beer. Mm. It was yeah, it was really good, really juicy, really tropical. Nice. You know, it was good, but yeah, I think I have another f- beer from Free Hills downstairs, so we'll see where that lands.
3: <laughs> yeah
0: have to let us know if probably right in the middle and might not last the week to uh make an appearance oh. on the on the podcast so you have to let us know what it's like good mm. let's enjoy these beers enjoy them as much as we can drink them and discuss what we want to discuss and i think i don't know whether i have to open this week but um go for it depending on what everyone else has got to talk about but um I haven't played a huge amount. You know, we only recorded sort of towards the end of last week, so it's only been about five days since we um, since we last chatted. So I've only been sort of filling in on a little, uh, a, f- a few bits, really. Um, so
1: mm-hmm. okay.
0: I thought perhaps we could talk about uh, the Last of Us, not the game, but the HBO TV series. Was the the slated HBO TV series, uh, which recently announced that Pedro. Pascal is going to be Joel. And the actress's name is gone from my head. Bella Ramsey from Game of Thrones. What she called? Someone do a quick Google for me, so don't sound like I a complete I'm doing twat. it now. <laughs> um,
1: well, like I know. <laughs> for fuck's sake, the
2: BBC News... Fuck, this is so kind of sexist. The BBC News five days ago report is The Last of Us on HBO... Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey join cast. Isn't Bella Ramsey the name of
0: the... Character or have I got that one wrong? No. Nope. Because there's Ramseys in that. Bella Ramsey is the name of the actress. I'm getting oh, it wrong. So, so I did not know what she's one. called. There we go. Uh,
1: what's she called in the is fucking... Is there a Ramsey family in Game of Thrones? There is. A there Ramsey
0: is in Game of Thrones. That's what's yeah, throwing Yeah, that's why
2: off. I got confused.
0: <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Goddamn all these English... People and their names all being the same. Oh, dear.
2: Oh,
0: well. Um, I look like even more of a twat now, don't I? Um, Anyway. (laughs) Me too, though. I I
2: went out there and and yelled at the BBC for doing the news correctly. I mean, you
0: can yell at the BBC for lots of other things. It's fine. Girl
1: plays girl in girl video game about girl and (laughs) (laughs) pleasure.
0: Yes. Um, But I thought um, perhaps. We could um, just chat about with the rare. It's something that we'll watch, what we think they might take from the games. And I've come up with some other people I think might be good fits for the cast. Because when this was announced, I, I, I mean, I didn't see Pedro Pascal being picked for, for Joel at all. Um mm. So I, I thought, why not give some completely poor choices? Because I'm in no way a casting director, and I'm going to show that this evening. Excellent. <laughs> um, but uh, to start off with, um, Lucy, you <laughs> yes. have played the Last of Us. You played the Last of Us two games I that you very I much have. enjoy. Has mm-hmm. you know? Are you interested at all in the in the HBO TV series?
3: Not
1: announced. <laughs> I was like, when I saw that you wanted to talk about this, I was like, God! <laughs> Thank God it's Ben because I'll listen to Ben if anyone else asks me <laughs> or you a
2: deal. <laughs> I mean, so, no, if, I, I've never played I, the games, so I can't even. Yeah,
1: so I was safe from you, but I was just like, <laughs> at least it's Ben and I care about his opinion and his what he has to say. Because if it was somebody else, I would have. Throw my computer out the window and be like, "No, I'm good." Yeah, I'm, I'm busy tonight. Sorry, I don't, I don't yeah. think we'll, uh, yeah. we'll do that. Um, <laughs> I'm washing my hair. Is there? Is there? Um, no, is there I, anything, I don't have any interest.
0: Is there it, anything they no. could do to to pull you no. in?
1: <laughs> there's literally nothing. That's fair. <laughs> like, like, not to say that you can't adapt a, a property. Um, you know, I'm sure there's many examples. of <laughs> cross-media that i enjoy but
2: yeah like the <laughs> ghostbusters and ghostbusters the game and the cartoon the ghost <laughs> the real ghostbusters and luigi's I mean... mansion an homage to the <laughs> ghostbusters
1: <laughs> i mean it can be done like and, and there's many things that i have enjoyed like um you know different takes on but like look at the batman games i probably mm-hmm prefer them to the games more than to most other media where Batman's being yeah. <laughs> produced. Like, you know, I, I like the animated series to be fair, but yeah, the, like, yeah. So it's possible, but I, I just, I just don't care about what they're doing the, the film, and it's like I'm attached to those characters, mm. not Pedro and Bella. Yeah. So it, it's it, not that it can't be done, but it's. You know, I just, I just don't have that emotional investment. Yeah, that, that's Cast fair. Troy and um, gosh, what's their name? Ashley. Now I'm blanking. On, Ashley Johnson. Uh, R- Ashley Johnson. Yeah, uh, cast them. But then I just have the game already, so yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah, it's it's a tough one.
2: That's sort of the thing that I wonder about, but also I think too many people are too severe about. Um, so not casting wise, but just the idea of making it. like why bother the game exists and it's because well the story can be accessed by people who don't play games and i think that's a good thing Mm -hmm. narratives Mm -hmm. like rehashing the same narrative seven ways to sunday like uh, do we need another batman origin story ever in in like cinema for example maybe not but also maybe um i think when it's at the uh, to to when it's at the expense of other things, that sucks. But sure. um, I think people are really quick to be like,
1: "The game exists; people should play the game." Um, kind uh, of, Yeah, I don't agree with that. Like, you know, but you know, experience media how you enjoy right. it. Like, but but yeah, know, it's I mean, like but also
2: that people. means that you could never want to see this, and that's okay because it might not really be for you. But yeah. then, who who is it for? Hopefully, people who might like it. But. Uh, it sort of depends on how attraction. marketing goes, right? Like,
1: yeah, because a lot of people jumped on that Witcher show because they played the game, mm-hmm, so, yeah. and it has nothing... But I know it was good. It much to do with the game, was. apparently. And, mm.
2: It was good, and so I know people who never played the game who were really yeah. into it, um, who like just don't play video games, but were like, it's that new Netflix series. And I think that's the power of like HBO Max and Netflix and Amazon Prime now is their... Yeah. People will try new series from them because they have track records, right? Mm-hmm. Although HBO Max might lose that track record with Zack Snyder's The Justice League Black and White Edition, um, which is a real thing that's separate from the four hour <laughs> recut of Je- uh, The Justice League. Anyway, uh, that's a Geek Out okay. weekly topic. But,
1: yeah. um, um, I enjoyed the Castlevania uh, Netflix thing. The, the animated, animated
2: one. one, yeah. Well, like anime, yeah. I really liked it as well. I thought it was a really cool way of telling that type of story. Mm. I mean, Um, it
1: was good.
2: (laughs) But, like, having not played the game, I just, I will say my two cents as Wow, were people opinionated about people not looking like video game characters when they don't understand that people are people? Mm. Just, like, the amount of weird, angry, this doesn't look like the character that showed up on Twitter and stuff. It's like, what do you think? how do you think also... Sorry, you just reminded me of that when you're like, oh, just cast the voice actors, because they're also actors. I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. These people would somehow still be mad, because they didn't look like the... Yeah, they don't look... they the <laughs> sprite. Um, sorry, Troy I realized I went on a tangent opposite. before that, but it's oh. like, this is just... Yeah, sure. Even if they don't act the way the game character acted, that's the whole point. If you wanted the same thing, then you should just watch a compilation of cutscenes on YouTube. Yeah. Right? Like... Mm-hmm. That exists. It's an
1: adaptation. Like, mm. come on, you can adapt anything to, you know, Ellie could be a shark. Yeah, Joel could be Daddy Shark. I That's mean, true. And it could be Finding Nemo, fighting from, off hordes of, <laughs> doesn't hordes doesn't
0: of orca matter. coming towards them constantly. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: it is. It is ridiculous. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, just. I, do, I don't. I can't speak to the actors because I, I think I. It's Fuck Koda me, Pascal in
2: to just bill your beer? Okay. Oh, massively. Oh no.
1: Oh, not on the computer. Oh
2: no. Yeah. I'll, I'll put myself on mute.
1: Okay. <laughs> right. I, um. I, I can't speak to the actors. I I've never seen Bella Ramsey in anything, to my knowledge. And is Pedro Pascal is, is he in um, Narcos? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that might be one of the only things I've seen him in. So I can't speak to either of them as actors, actresses mm-hmm. so That's I'm sure they do, you know, decent job. Depends on the direction that they're given as well. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It'd be interesting to see who from, um, say, Naughty Dog is brought in. Uh, whether uh, sort of like Troy and Ashley are brought in as well to you know, like not, not like a coach but to, you know, just provide sort of their take or or, or whether this is going to be, you know, a a completely separate adaptation. I'm assuming Neil Druckmann, um, I mean, he is involved and I would think that other people from Naughty Dog will be involved in some capacity. Uh, But it'd be interesting to see the different sort of uh, way they take this. And with that, it'd be interesting to see whether they follow the same sort of storyline all the way through. I know it's sort of been reported that this will... Uh, at least this series will cover mm. the first game. Um, so they're not. Really. Yeah, so they're not. If, they're not trying to <laughs> See, this, extend this it what, out too <laughs> much. You know how how yeah. long was The Last of Us? Perhaps 12, 12
1: well, to like fifteen 12, hours.
0: If one, you yeah. took your time and mm. died a lot, twelve to fifteen hours roughly. Um, so you know HBO. You're probably looking at maybe a, an an eight, nine or ten episode show 50 minutes an episode so you've got a lot in there there's a lot in the story and in the game kind of cutscene wise because Mm -hmm. a lot of that game is moving through environments and stealth and action kind of gameplay that will still be present within that show but will obviously be a lot quicker and shots quicker something that might take you five minutes to get through will be a Mm -hmm. two minute sequence in in a show So, they can delve a little bit more into the characters and sort of the background and and, and things like that, which is interesting to see uh, how they flesh these characters out that little bit more. Because we're good on, like, say, Joel and Ellie, and a couple of characters like Tommy and Maria who come in the second game and we see a bit more of and get to experience their character. But there's um, like characters like uh, Tess and Bill and stuff who have a big impact but quite a small mm-hmm. presence kind of within the game so it would be good to see yeah. how they flesh those characters out a bit and actually what they take through yeah. because there's there's stuff that I could easily see being cut but I don't think I'd want anything to be cut from that first game it's such a such a good kind of set of beats to take you through that story and the, the relationship between Joel and Ellie and, and the relationship with other people and the, the the world around them and stuff I think there's a lot of stuff in there that they, they should absolutely hit um mm. like it, 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 you see, go
3: on. yeah, yeah I, I was
0: just gonna, I was going ask is there anything you can see that you could you know completely ignore from that first game or do you do you think that again it's it, it needs to kind of all be explored?
1: Well, that's a tough thing, isn't it? Um, this, because it's like... Them saying that they're going to put the entire game in the first series, that that just reeks of... Are we going to get cancelled before the second series? Sure. You know, Is this going to be a long-running thing? And I'm the complete opposite in that sense um, to you, Ben, because it's like... I don't want any of those gaps filled. I don't need to see Bill's backstory. I don't need to see Tessie's backstory. I like what's in the game is implied and you're just mm-hmm. given enough and it's like it's like the ending of the game it's like you come to your own conclusions what happened after and obviously the second game you know retroactively mm-hmm. <laughs> tells you what yeah. happened but uh that's by the way but yeah i i just don't i i don't want any part of this in a way it's just like i'm uh, Put in what you want, leave out what you want. It's like they could tell Ish's story or something, and they'd just be like, okay. They could do like, oh, you know, this this you know fills with flashbacks and make it you know really uh really on the nose. But I just think that what's great about that game is like the subtlety mm. in it. Mm. Um, so just having that all laid bare in a HBO series is is not what I'd want, mm-hmm. but. I- yeah, it's not... I don't know, I don't know what they're going to do with it. It's like, I think Neil being on board is probably gives me some hope that it's, it might have some quality to mm-hmm. it, but it's like... Yeah, do what you yeah, want. Yeah, that's fair. Like, dude, I'm sorry, I'm useless on this conversation. I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily... I just want to be the vessel for you. I just want to be an empty room where your ideas bounce <laughs> off the walls. Well, I was going to say, good. it's not
0: necessarily the backstory of kind mm. of the characters... Uh, it's more just the kind of the relationship that that, that some of them have, like Tess or um, Marlene and and, and stuff yeah. like that that they have with Joel. And um, you know, we have moments in, in through The Last of Us. So when Joel and Ellie meet uh, Henry and Sam, it you know feels like that is its own contained little area. Within the Last of Us, and you can see how that might be an episode of the of the TV show, you know, something like that. It's it's kind of already cut up into these kind of not chapters, but I suppose areas yeah, at least. Seasons, yeah. Um, as you're on this kind of like road trip um, across the states with with Joel and Ellie in the game, so I can see how they could adapt it. But again, there's lots of stuff that I think um, is, is is kind of is needed from the game. I don't think there's much thing, much that mm. they could kind of take out. And it, it had me sort of thinking. Well, if they if they can't really cut anything, and they're expanding a little bit on, you know, it, it's not going to be kind of like scene for scene dialogue exactly the same. So some of those conversations can be a little bit more extended. Some of those interchanges can be different or or, or can not happen at all. You know, they can slightly change. The relationship and things um, so I started to think about all of the actors and people that I thought I would like to see in this show um, mm-hmm. a lot of people um, myself included had thought that maybe for Joel you could get um, what's his face, Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones, Nicola oh, yeah. Costa, Walter something like that I'm just gonna. Else I'm just gonna butcher us. people's names tonight. It's fine. Um, it's okay, I threw a beer at him. Cast television. the whole of
1: the game if Fro- You know what? It's HBO, isn't it? Yeah, you know, just get the, yeah, everyone. It is. West I
0: mean, exactly, exactly. Just throw them all in and there. I, I, I'd imagine that um, we're gonna be throw that
1: mechanical horse <laughs>
3: in well. yeah, just do it all. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're gonna be getting a lot of um, like HBO actors um not maybe not necessarily just HBO but kind of like TV level prestige TV prestige TV actors that are kind of gonna be in this but then a lot of characters which can be newcomers um you know Bella Ramsey is more of an established uh, actress with Game of Thrones and she was also in something that Kim watched the Dark materials, uh, which is based on some novels.
1: The books, yeah. 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 His daughter. She was in that for for a a few episodes as well.
0: So, you know, she's in a reasonable amount of stuff. But I can also see uh, some of the smaller characters, like Sam. um, You know, a a young lad being someone that we have never seen before, being being an unknown kind of actor come in. But I just sort of fleshed out a few of the um, of the characters, and. Mm-hmm. I had in my mind Google it wasn't necessarily people yeah. that looked like the characters but I thought it was people that could play those characters but had a resemblance as well you know, we know that with Pedro they're not afraid to kind of uh, not change it up completely but you know just swing things a little bit um, and, mm-hmm. and, and change it very slightly so I'll roll through and I'll, let, I'll give you time to type so you can Uh, Yes. uh, Find out who these people are, but some of them will be instantly recognisable. So, um, for Tommy, I went with Josh Holloway, who is Sawyer from Lost.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yes. He does look. He does
0: look similar, but how has
2: he aged since Lost?
0: I, I have no idea. I have no idea how he's aged since Lost. Um, but because that was like a decade ago, wasn't it he? was yeah. So he's got to be you know is late forties, uh, maybe early fifties, which is roughly you know Joel and and Tommy are what maybe again mid forties in in the game. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I can never remember who the older brother is looks, between them. Um,
1: he looks he's fifty one and he looks the Hollywood version of fifty one. So he looks you know thirty five. Yeah,
0: Twelve. So yeah, I I mean, um, I like Lost. Sawyer was probably my favourite character from Lost, Um, and I thought he could play Tommy quite well. Uh, You know, Tommy isn't a huge character in the first game. He comes in maybe halfway through, roughly, um, and is there to offer them a bit of respite on their on their kind of on their journey so whilst they could bring in someone who's you know a, a bit of a bigger TV name I haven't seen Josh Halloween very much recently I don't know how um, you know at least in the kind of the geeky sort of sphere of HBO and Netflix shows and, and that sort of thing so um, I think he'd be my pick for, for Tommy maybe a little bit older than Joel and, and again I don't know I can't remember who is the older brother in the game, but I don't think for the show Joel that really is. matters. Joel is the older one.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe you need to find someone who can defer a little bit more to, to Pedro Pascal in terms of, you know, not maybe their um, uh, sort of like stature, but he's just a little bit more... Uh, giving in terms of their kind of like communication.
1: Well, they could just make Tommy older brother. I, I mean, mean it, 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 exactly. They could.
0: They could. <laughs> um, and it, it, that leads me. Oh, it's going. The cat's shouting at the door. <laughs> there you go, Dorian. It's okay. Mm. You can leave. What he, he actually left as well. He didn't just stand at the door and scream, <laughs> even though it was open. <laughs> um, so. Uh the next character, again, a lot of these characters only appear for a very small amount of time. Like this this story is about Joel and Ellie, and they are the main sort of uh um obviously the main characters, but it, it all revolves around them and everyone else is kind of supporting at different points in their journey. But I went with Marlene next, and mm-hmm. I instantly thought of uh Viola Davis. Who's uh, I can't she's remember her name. She's in Suicide Fly. Squad. Um, she's in lots. She's in lots of stuff. Uh, but she's a little bit Even older. A
1: little bit old. Yeah. And I thought I mean could make exactly her older, yeah. with Marlene <laughs> so, yeah. as well.
0: It, again, she's not an action-heavy character in the first game. She is the leader of the Fireflies, so she's a, uh, a kind of like a large figure in the world uh, or in within the fiction. So it could be someone who is a little bit older, but.
1: Um, is Viola Davis uh, HBO affiliate? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure.
1: Um, Tessa Thompson is, but I don't know if she'd make a good uh, bit younger. I'm just speaking yeah. of bit yeah, younger. No, I, I also
0: know. did think of um, Jada Pinkett Smith as well for that role. Um,
1: I don't even know what she does now. Don't but who see.
0: knows where she is? Part in in Matrix, uh, you know thing because they're remaking the matrix aren't they and getting in trouble for parties. maybe she's doing that who knows
1: uh, i don't even know if she's still she probably is still, she's probably in some random tv show that only airs in america or more
0: something. than likely who knows but yeah i thought she might be quite a good fit for it as well and that kind of gives you someone who you know could appear a little bit younger someone who can appear a little bit older dependent on how they want to sort of sway that character whether they're going to be giving some of these characters a little bit of extended sort of screen time in terms of what they're going to be doing as well. You know, is Marlene going to be shown doing some action sort of things, being the leader of the Fireflies and that kind of thing. Uh, Who was next? So, Tess. I did go with someone HBO affiliated for this one. I went with Evan Rachel Wood, who's Dolores from Westworld. Um,
2: Oh, I didn't know she was in Westworld.
0: Yes, she's also in Frozen 2. Um but uh, I thought okay. she'd be quite good for Tess you know she can do at least shown in Westworld she can do action but also she can show her sort of like softer side and, and stuff uh, Dolores is a character in Westworld which just like bounces all over the shop in kind of that character's mm. arc so
1: um, I don't know She uh, probably because she's like a an android but she looks too well put together whereas Tess looks like she's rough and ready for a fight she time. does but just just throw some dirt on her. That's it. Just know,
0: smear her up a some little some bit. D, you know, dye her hair black yeah. or something. Just make it really scraggly. Um, yeah. Or um, yeah, yeah. Uh, or I did have um, Stephanie Beatrice, who is Rosa from Brooklyn Nine Nine as well. Who? Oh,
2: she's a comedy great. Comedy role. I don't know. So, <laughs> but I don't know who the character is. But I, I, I like the actress.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Brooklyn Nine Nine fine. Right. Bit more of a comedy kind of show. Um, again, haven't seen her in a huge amount else, but I thought it'd be. How
1: about <laughs> Tina Fey? <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Come on, Ben! I'm the casting director. Okay. Yeah? <laughs>
0: sure. I mean, she'd bring mm. the comedy aspect too, no doubt. Yeah. So that was, you know, not really present in the Last of Us, but. They could show that acting chops, can't they? Uh, getting all dramatic and actiony and angry, at everyone all the time.
1: Sigourney Weaver, I about her.
0: She'll I mean, yeah, she's she's probably busy. She, she, I think, she likes to play characters which yeah. don't do very much now, so uh, maybe maybe yeah. not test so much. Um, mm. But uh, we'll move on quite quickly um, for Bill because I think they're going to put Bill in. Um, you know, he's a, a again a nice little kind of like side bit a little bit of respite for for um, Joel and Ellie on their journey whilst also being a, a, an action heavy kind of area but within the character himself but I thought of a guy called Mark Boone Jr who is Bobby from Sons of Anarchy Bobby Elvis and he's Ranzar which I didn't know the character's name from The Mandalorian so he's already got a, a connection with Pedro Pascal from that uh, Ranza is the guy who hires the Mandalorian to break the other character out of prison. So he is the slightly larger, very messy-haired biker-looking guy. He's got the beard for it. He is in I, Sons of Anarchy.
1: I've seen him in something. What, what have mm. I seen him
0: in? He's he's also been in a lot of stuff, like lots of um, mm. you know smaller roles in in bigger uh, bigger things as well.
1: Looking
0: at his um, filmography, do I recognize him from? Mm. Take it in. I think he could do a, a good bill. He, you know, ranges yeah, on at least on from what him. I've seen him in the most, which is Sons of Anarchy. Someone who can go from that just very volatile, snappy kind of guy to someone who is a little bit more um, caring. And shows their sort of softer side, which you don't see from Bill in the game, but you know through the exposition that he has. Um,
1: Uh, Fast and Furious. Oh, he's in Fast and Furious. (laughs) He's a guy who gets the rat put on his uh, (laughs) stomach and the bucket. (laughs) I don't remember.
2: You mean wait? You mean Too Fast, Too Furious?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yes. I watched. I watched that recently, so that's why awesome. I was like, "He's familiar."
2: Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one in a long time.
1: It's okay.
0: <laughs> was he all right? Those
1: in it? films, are, like even the bad ones, are good. Could could <laughs> yeah. he
0: be Bill in The Last of Us?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Mm. Good. Um, so I've only got two more: David and Henry. So for David, he's. Uh, I went for possibly the. Out of my list, this is possibly the biggest actor. Um, I went with Josh Brolin. Is David
1: right? the? Is that is David the? Um, I don't want to spoil it for a deal. Oh, no, David
0: is the Nolan uh, North voiced character. That's no, okay. You're right. We're not gonna. We won't spoil the it. Nolan the North, Nolan character, North yeah. voiced character. Yes, yes, yes.
1: yes I remember. Um, yes. So for
0: David, I went with, with Josh Brolin. He can be a very, that very, make any sense? very intimidating. Actor, but he can also play Josh, dumb very fucking well, and string people. <laughs> but
1: Josh Brolin is uh, Joel, though. I think.
0: Well, so so they did have maybe Josh Brolin pick for Joel a lot of people, uh, but again, he's a little bit older now, um, maybe a little bit too kind of grizzled. But to be the leader yeah, of a, a kind of a, a survivalist style community, I thought he could do quite well, and as someone who. It um, kind of suckers Ellie in almost, you know, have that little bit of charm about him. Um, I think he shows that well as Llewellyn in kind of No Country for Old Men. He has this kind of um, sort of these smarts to him, but also just this kind of stupidity on a level of of, of being like, I'm just going to kind of do this anyway, like fuck it. I know I know stuff's going to go bad. I'm just going to go and do it no matter. What, you know, it doesn't matter. So.
1: I think um, was his name Josh Sawyer. What was the Tommy guy? Oh, called? Josh
0: Holloway. Josh Sawyer Holloway, from yeah, Lost.
1: I think he'd, he. Yes, he should be. A, he should. He be could David. be David. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know.
0: I think maybe he's a bit yeah. too. Mm, I, I haven't haven't quite seen that um, <laughs> sort of smarmy, smarmy sort of charm <laughs> side from him. He's a bit too good looking, I think bit too good looking for <laughs> just, David.
1: Just throw some of the Hollywood dirt.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of Hollywood dirt flying around.
1: I'll be in makeup. I'll be hitting makeup and costume. Yep, that's fair. And you can be the cat. I'll make it work.
0: Um and my last one is Henry. Um and for Adol Henry is uh they meet Henry and his brother Sam whilst they're out on the road um and they've just been sort of like surviving together out not in any kind of community but like roaming around and stuff and uh, Sam is sort of a little bit younger than Ellie so maybe sort of 10, 11, 12 something like that so Henry is probably in his 20s um, and when I thought of Henry I instantly thought of an actor and I found out that he's 57
3: LL Cool J cool
0: not LL Cool J no uh, again <laughs> I'm going to ruin his name but I went with uh, Harold uh, Perino. Who, another actor from Lost, who was Michael in Lost. But he's 57.
1: What's his name? What's his first
3: name? Uh, uh, Harold. Oh, Harold. Harold.
0: Just Harold, Harold Pennineau. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, Perrineau. There we go. Harold Perrineau.
1: Like, oh, or just right, put Michael
0: from much. Lost in. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Maybe he's been around for a while. Mm.
1: Oh god yeah uh, like when when I was playing the game I was like is it based on him? Yes
0: yeah exactly exactly yes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> But again I think yeah. he could he could do a good job he just needs to be about 30 years younger to mm. represent that character I mean, a little bit you know a lot of these characters could, could be a little bit older or a little bit younger but I think for for Henry he's it's just, key to that character that he is yeah. uh, he is a young man he, you know, he doesn't have mm. that kind of uh, world knowledge about him. You know, he he kind of doesn't defer to Joel, but on occasion in the game, he sort of looks to him for sort of like the way forward and, and stuff. Um, mm. But after that, I did think Donald Glover is just fucking fantastic in everything. So just give it to Donald Glover.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, that would also work. Ben, can I just? Suggest a name for your your casting. Of course, reel of here. course. The Lost of Us. <laughs> Almost got a spit take that's there. Good. That's very very good. I like that.
1: Uh, <laughs> so Ben just wants another Lost.
2: Yeah, I was. Just like, I think Ben just misses yeah. Lost. I think that's that's the uptake
3: here. He wants
1: Lost that is not set on an island, just in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's coming back on yeah. Disney Plus. Star or whatever that extra thing. Wait, you have when to you say pay for it's, it's coming
2: cool. back, do you mean oh no, it's just, just
0: been shown adding again? Adding it, just being shown again.
2: Oh, okay, I thought you were like they're rebooting it. Now I watched ten like, times the first... more, um <clears throat> uh, Pretty good. I mean, we
0: could we could pull. I, I've just brought up the lost characters. We could pull everyone out from Lost, couldn't we? <laughs> Let's go with Hurley uh, for Bill. Uh, we'll go with um, Locke for David. Um... No, none of those. Characters. I I
1: watched the first. I, well, I think it was the first season, or maybe it was even up to the second. And I was just like, "What is this crap?" <laughs> and I was glad I. To be fair, I, like, there was like this polar bear, and I was like, this "Is a tropical island?" What is to be a polar fair, I, I also I mean, ducked
0: out right. around about the second sort of series before kind of returning to it a little bit. But I really liked the first one.
2: I liked the first series. Uh, I thought the polar bear stuff was interesting in that it was trying to tell you that it wasn't just a regular old island yeah and, and I was then like this is going to be three dumb episodes. it's going to
1: not have a, a yeah. reasonable explanation and hey presto people wasted like nine years yeah. of their life see I, I gave up on
2: it when they, like, season two came around and they're like uh uh, uh but there's a whole other group of people that we didn't find <laughs> and it's like oh you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing do you <laughs> spoiler alert they didn't. <laughs>
1: it was meant. It's probably meant to be cancelled after like the first series, isn't it? And I'm just like, can somebody uh, get the intern, get the yeah. intern to write something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pull up the intern's fanfic. That's it.
0: And I mean, we, we'll just just to finish out on, we could just go with Evangeline Lee for uh, for Tess, can't we? Just to round out the Lost of us. There we go. Almost every character cast from Lost. They need work, right? Well done. Maybe not Evangeline.
1: You're hired. Maybe, most of them were,
0: right. Hmm.
2: I don't know anything. I barely know lost care uh, actor names, and I definitely don't know The Last of Us, so. Mm. But I did see a pun. That's good. I'm
0: glad you brought it up. <laughs> Perfect.
2: <laughs> Let's finish that conversation. Still doing my usual shit.
0: Let's move on. Let's move on from HBO's The Last of Us then. There it is. It's it's cast out completely. Are you
1: sure? Do you, do you wanna to... I don't mind that. I don't mind talking about it a bit more. If you have anything else to say, Ben.
0: No, I'm done. I'm here. Done. There's lots okay. of other characters, <laughs> uh, like Tommy's wife Maria, mm-hmm. who again is is a
1: very very side-line side-line
0: character in the first game. Comes back a little bit more in the in the second game, um, and I'm sure there's lots of other characters that you mm-hmm. could sort of put people towards. But I think those are the main characters that are going to push the story through. Really, and, you know, some yeah. of them are characters which are that feel like they'd be their own self contained episode, like Bill or like Henry and Sam. Um, you mm. know, David would probably be, you know, that episode kind of eight and nine two parter for then the finale to come kind of yeah. afterwards, sort of thing. So, there's, there's lots of things that I think they can do on a sort on of a 10 episode. Yeah. Series to, to to cover the whole uh, of the first game, and hopefully that's it. That's all they do. They don't do anything else. Don't touch it. Just just make this. Let it sit there.
1: And that's fine. I, I hope Nolan North is an extra. Nolan North doing the Deadpool voice. Um, <laughs> I want him as an extra.
0: I mean Nolan North's in everything, <laughs> isn't he? so he, he probably will be. Yeah,
1: yeah, but specifically talking about Jimmy chong and stuff.
0: um can i just before i move
2: fully away from the the topic Mm. of um the last of us show can i ask what you want out of it like we sort of touched on the beginning of our discussion ben on uh like how people want this like slavish recreation hence not getting mad that actors don't look like computer game Mm -hmm. characters Mm -hmm. (laughs) and yes i know the ps4 isn't a computer game neither was a computer technically but fuck off yeah um, but like so so given that and you obviously aren't one of these people like mm-hmm. is there something you think would be a cool way of taking the cinematic narrative
0: um yes uh, i I think there could be lots of bits that they um, you know don't hit on areas of the game where you're doing mostly um, you know the action sort of stuff uh, and i I hope it I hope it hits more in the idea of of what the world is like, the relationships between characters, um, you know, the kind of like the conversations they have and the way that they live, rather than the action. Um, that it will be in there, absolutely no doubt, because that is a big part of it. But I don't want every episode to be them running away from infected. Um, hmm. I, you know, I.
3: I oh
1: yeah. I forgot there's yeah, infected. I'll be, in exactly, that exactly. Game. <laughs> and there's obviously lots of fights. I'll be with, cool costume design and like uh, makeup yeah. and stuff. That would be interesting. But uh, to see uh, clicker fights. There's lots of
0: fights with people and stuff as well. But I I kind of like it if you know the infected. We don't need sort of like the big boss fights that we we get in the in the game. If if like a clicker was the baddest thing that they kind of kind of came up against, you know, and that's. Only revealed in you know uh, like a midway point in the episode. I, I kind of want this to be about the journey People. more and the characters and the relationship that they bring. I, I think that's what TV can convey a little bit better than than video games. That you can have in a TV, or maybe just a little bit shot easier. Those kind of like those quiet moments. Video games press and press and press and press. You know, we've only really seen something like the Last of Us Part Two which give you a little bit more of those kind of down moments in between sorts of things. But still, that's kind of still giving you exposition and, and bits like that. Whereas I think a TV show can linger a bit longer on those moments of quiet. Because you don't have to push everything on quickly to get to the next action piece, to keep you know, 50% of the people that have picked up your game who want all of that action uh, to kind of keep going, I think uh, a TV show has a much broader audience and, and can be a little bit more focused on the characterization and the, the conversation, the relationships and stuff. So I think that's what I'd like from it. But who knows yeah. what?
1: What goes. I'd like is um, Ellie to run across, uh, run out of cover, and just in complete eyeline of, you know, the clickers, the enemies, the infected, and then nobody sees it. <laughs> And then that's a twist in the TV show that she's actually invisible.
0: Perfect. They can pull an invisibility cloak from whatever game or show or you know, where they well, want. Or
1: she's already dead. And it's uh, The Sixth Sense Boy. and Pedro Pascal sees dead people.
0: I mean, they'd get to the Fireflies thing and they're like, so where's this girl you meant to bring us? Yeah.
1: Like, it's oh, all in his there. head. She's there. What are you talking about? Yeah. And it's actually the trauma... From his past experiences.
0: Oh, mm. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Are they going to hit that moment? Are they going to hit the opening of the Last of Us game as an episode? Um,
1: I mean, that's the like entire context it of the game, So I hope they would. Or do you think <laughs> it will be? Do you
0: think it will be like before? Or do you think we'll get introduced to characters and they'll do like a flashback? Yeah,
1: flashback probably. Classic mm. TV. Uh, I don't I want think. that. Um. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh Pedro Pascal I I recognise him in like as an extra in like this one buffy episode, so oh, that really? Was interesting. Really? I was like, is that Pedro Pascal Yeah, I was in it for like oh, five maybe? minutes before he turned into a vampire. A yeah. He was in um brief I was like, Oh my yeah, god, that's Pedro Pascal, he looks so young. Um he looks like a baby.
3: Okay?
2: <laughs> Pedro, yeah. is. Anyway. Pedro Balmacida played Eddie. Mm
3: hmm. Oh! At,
1: at, at the college, yeah, it was like he was in. I think just that one episode. He got vampired oh, real quick. That's... I was just like, "Oh my god!" An actual actor. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Should we open some beers? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it's, it was me. first. I will try not to throw it everywhere around the room. That's <laughs> a good idea. It's very it good idea. I uh, am mm. going to open up a two old beer. Uh, this is Ooh. number two dipper. Uh, on the front it just says the second uh, double IPA from Two Old City. Explosively aromatic, fresh and fruity. It is 9%. There's tiny, tiny text everywhere. It's been brewed and, c- and it's dripping everywhere as well. It's been brewed canned in Two Old City. Um, which is what they call their big brewing yeah, space now, that, isn't
3: it? That, yeah.
1: They literally made a city.
0: I don't get any ingredients. I don't get any beer. ingredients. I don't know what's in this. That's fine. It's 9%. I'll open it up. Uh, Addle. Yes, me. What are you going to be drinking now?
2: Uh, I'm going to be drinking the Hollow Days oh, Hazelnut mm. Stout from Harbor. It, it has barley, wheat, oats, lactose, and hazelnut. Aroma: chocolate, vanilla. Palette: hazelnut, creamy. Finish: long, nutty, and chocolate. It is a mild, four point eight percent in a uh, three fifty-five mil can.
0: Um,
2: yep yeah. nice sweaty tin. I think you can see off the yes, off of the lights.
0: yeah. Mine, mine is as well. I don't know. I don't know. Kim's put the heat on. Bacon. Lucy. <laughs> you look like you've got a beer from Brew York.
1: I do indeed. And it's called the Matthew McConaughey's. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. It's a very nice. good name. And it's another pale, this time it's uh, double dry hot, 6.2%. Uh, it's got Amarillo, Mosaic, and Sabro in it. Again, this is like orange writing on a cream can. Something, something. <laughs> It's good. It's good when it makes I'm it so like... easy to read, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Plus, I'm getting old, brewers. It's tiny writing. My eyes <laughs> aren't what they used to be. <sighs> yeah, it's got some crap in it. <laughs> I'm just gonna drink it.
0: Perfect. Perfect. What was it? it was like a bit lighter? Was
1: it? <laughs> Oh, no, this is a bit heavier, 6.2%. Okay. Compared yes. to the 52 last time.
0: Yeah. Nice. Cool. Right. Obviously, now I'm drinking a dipper. It's a lot more thick.
1: Uh, an old thick boy.
0: A little bit of orange to no. it. Um, a lot more orange, actually, than it's uh, showing up on my uh, camera. Had a little bit of a head to it. Has that... Tropical but slightly, slightly dank kind of nose to it. Tropical fruit's coming through a lot more than that sort of dank note. But I know I'm going to drink this and it's just going to be like a big, dank juice bomb. At least from the nose, that's what I'm expecting. Mm. It's very flat, there's almost no carbonation mm. to that at all but it is a lot of juice and it is a little dank <laughs> but i think that flatness to it that lack of carbonation uh, may have taken something away from this a little bit um the hmm. best before date on it is june of this year so there's still a reasonable amount of time on it not a huge amount you know this might have been brewed Eight months ago, something like that. If two, I'll give a year on them. Could have been brewed two months ago if they give six months on their beers. Uh, but it is definitely a little bit subdued. It's not a big kind of in-your-face juice bomb, which I think it should be. It, it wants to be. Like I don't know whether it's just because of that extra time. I'm which I'm assuming. It's had extra time, sat in a, on a shelf, in the warm somewhere. Well, not at the moment. a Bit cold at the moment, but sat on a shelf somewhere for X amount of months, not doing anything. Um, hmm. I mean, it's nice. It just makes it a lot easier to drink and a lot softer to drink. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't have quite the body and sort of explosive flavour that I think. Or at least I would expect, let's say, from a, a two-old dipper. Uh, but it's nice apart from that.
1: Yeah, I mean, If I trust anyone to make a decent um, dipper, two old would yeah, be on that. Yeah,
0: definitely, wish, so. definitely. And it's got a nice sort of set of flavours in there—a bit of passion fruit, maybe a tiny bit of mango in there as well. Um, that, that lingers it's nowhere near as dry as the um, west coast which I would kind of expect um, but it, it sits for a nice while and that, that fruit lingers in there as well the dankness is very light so it doesn't overpower anything and allows those fruits to kind of keep on through so yeah, nice, soft easy um, Nice. slight hint of the alcohol not much, a very very slight hint but that's mm. it yeah. Uh, Adol we'll come to you beer number hey, two me.
2: yeah it the had a bit of a head that's like all gone now mm. right you've got it's slight lacing it's quite thin I think it's a 4.8% stout mm-hmm. so it's not surprising that nothing clings um, it has a, uh, a boozy uh, boozier nose which I think is actually just the um the hazelnut and the chocolatiness just giving it more depth mm-hmm. making it feel like i think it's actually just sweet but making it nose like sort of more alcoholic sweet
3: yeah mm.
2: so it is very thin um my worry about it with a 4.8 percent, the way it's lost in the glass having said mm-hmm. that um It's got uh, quite a strong um, nutty, chocolatey, uh, stout taste. The hazelnut's there, but it's luckily pulled back just enough to allow the chocolatey, uh, maltier notes to come through, so it's not just like... It's not like, am I drinking the inside of a Ferrero Rocher? Mm. Like, it's not... Or like Nutella or something. It's like, yes, this is hazelnut and chocolatey, but there's some depth there, some maltiness. Um, And that nuttiness lingers yeah uh the lactose i think they said they were yeah that makes a lot of sense because there's a sweetness that just sits there on the bottom make bringing everything kind of together um it's i like all the parts of the taste curve but i kind of wish it was like like a step above where it's at kind of at each hit so, it's really nice. It's a really light stout. This is a stout you could session, I think, easily because it's thin, mm-hmm. because the taste is a little more subdued but interesting. Um, so, I kind—I of, actually really commend them on making it sort of well-rounded to the same spot instead of trying to, like, cheat a boozier beer out of a lighter ABV or cheat, like... Um, yeah focus too much on like say the sweetness and then like hazelnut nutella chocolatey thing and in fact it's actually quite well-rounded mm. for a hazelnut stout um it, it's got the lactose it's got the hazelnut it's got chocolatey notes but they it's not like drinking chocolate or anything like okay. that um and i think that it's actually helped by being more subdued that you're not getting those notes too harshly um I like that the finish what lingers is that lactose and a little bit of that nuttiness, so it you could easily put like like I have taken another sip in a while you could easily just let it linger and enjoy that finish because the finish is quite long, it's just quite weak, and it's only those two notes. the rest is long gone, but those two notes last a really long time. Mm. it wasn't a beer fifty two box recently, I think uh, did either of you get it? Uh yes. Uh, I, I think I have drunk this.
0: Hmm.
2: Any thoughts?
0: Uh no. Was it
2: part of your one of your <laughs> mega stout days? It might have been one of my big stout days, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no worries.
1: Um, <laughs> the way you said, um oh, no, you are me of that since when Hank Scorpio is <laughs> pulling the sugar out of his pockets. <laughs> Slightly so want some hair, and he's
3: like, Oh, good. Uh,
0: good. Lucy.
3: Yeah.
0: We'll come to you for.
1: for I'm the afraid brew. of mine. Yeah, I'm afraid of Ooh. it. I can see it in my camera. Oh yeah. Um, oh okay. Yes. I'm afraid. If if you have someone in your life who's like not a fan of beer, and you just want to introduce them to beer, don't give them this one. Um, <laughs> Because I thought the last one uh, looked like pond water. This looks like swamp bayou water. It's ah. just like it had like quite a large, thick head as well, and like sediment on the bottom of a sand mm-hmm. bank. But yeah, it's it's it's. There's no colour to describe this other than your toilet was blocked. <laughs> Why? Wasn't
0: expecting that turn of phrase. If anyone's been watching the um, the, the Netflix documentary on the Cecil Hotel, yeah. they, then they would have seen that color of water in a, in a couple of
3: episodes.
1: So, <laughs> then though,
0: though, smells I, fruity. I won't say what that relates to, but ain't good.
1: <laughs> That's got a fruity smell. I'm trying to pick out the fruit. It smells almost like guava.
0: Mm. I do
2: like me a yeah, nice. barba. Hmm,
1: nice fruity smell.
0: Nice. At least the smell wasn't off putting.
1: <laughs> that would have been even worse. It doesn't taste as bad as it looks, which is
3: good.
1: <laughs> but um not sure if it tastes of anything good oh, though. Okay. It's a problem. Maybe I'd prefer it if it was just awful. So at least there'd be something to talk about. I mean, it's such an odd colour. Mm. But there's nothing off about Mm. the beer. Where, you know, it might have expired or something. Yeah, this was um canned night for December. Wow, okay. So, recent. Mm. Yeah, there's another... it's, it's, it's got a quite watery texture like the last one there's there's barely any carbonation it's, it's, it's very flat um, you're getting a bit of that fruit but I don't know what, I don't know what fruit it is I'll, I'll try and see if there's anything on the back of the can if I can, can actually read you can read the
0: orange text yeah what
1: was it? it says alright 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 Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't be dazed don't be confused Matthew enjoyed our Dame Judy Quench, which was their previous beer or something, on the Graham Norton sofa, okay. So we thought he deserved a little tongue-in-cheek tribute of his own, made with lally. I don't know. Some some IPA use is made I don't, know. I, I, I don't know what's going on with this beer, to be honest. It's what- like. <laughs> It's like, what is it? as I say, I'm picking out guava, which is not a fruit that you'd usually come across when drinking beer, and
3: hmm.
1: it's flat, it's, it's, there's nothing going on, like, if I was, I mean, I don't know what Matthew McConaughey, what his signature beer would taste like.
2: Mud, obviously. <laughs>
1: Is he, is he from Texas?
2: Uh he is but also he stars in the movie Mud.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's like there's nothing there's nothing defining about this beer apart from the look of
3: it. Mm.
1: I'll always remember the look of it, but the taste of just Just, like just beer? It's not really there. It's not even beer, it's like it's, it's not really got much carbonation to it. It's it hasn't got a nice fruity taste, like as I say, you're getting a hint of guava, but you're not really getting anything else. It's not overly fruity or punchy, or there's not really any bitterness to it. It's just a weird, weird thing. Hmm. I might need to have a steady rolling man after this podcast. That's fair. Mm. That's
3: fair. It,
0: it, seems, oh. it seems from the beers you've had, it's going to be the way of the night, isn't it?
1: Yeah. It hits something it, yeah, you know. it just doesn't taste of anything. It happens. Yeah, it, because even the... Well, anyway, <laughs> I might love Brew York. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They make some of the like, oh gosh, what was it? I had um beer called Brownie Pints. Mm. I mean, they make Stouts better than most other people and it's just like, that, that beer was gorgeous. Like, gave it a 5 out of 5 on tab because it's just nice, incredible beer. But um, mm. Yeah, that's not... I, I, I think on hindsight I think Brew York's IPAs and their pales and stuff like that. I think I'm not too enamoured with them most of the time. I think it's their stouts where, mm-hmm. yes, definitely. Mm. Like I'd be like, you know, the you know, probably like top five in terms of their stouts that they make. They may even be number one today because I can't even think of anyone else. But um, yeah, just not doing it for me. Yeah, for their pales. But I would um, die on a hill saying that. They make the best stags Ooh. in the country.
3: So.
0: Nice. It's a good point. <laughs> I don't know what a that is. To ju- just end on our beers then.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, and launch. <laughs> I don't know which uh,
1: Yorkshire <laughs> river they got that out of. But, um, yeah.
0: <clears throat> Let's launch back into our topics then. Uh, so, Adel. We'll cut to you for, uh, hopefully, a game that you've been playing, which has been embargoed. Which we'll all be talking about, because it's a, a, a classic, an absolute classic game. Yes,
2: that game. Thomas that game. Was Alone. Yes.
1: Is this your first time?
2: No, no, I've, I've played Thomas Was Alone before. Um, I didn't quite Could... finish it. Uh, I got around... 8.4, I think. Okay. Um, Today, just because I had some other things going on that sort of took time that's, in a way that I didn't long, realize. It's very, it's. Yeah, it's hmm? bit...
1: yeah, that's,
3: that's yeah.
2: Almost all the games, Yeah, it? I think it goes to, what, 10? 10 mm-hmm. tens?
1: Have you got to, like, the gravity switching part yet?
2: Uh, I got to the point where. Um, Thomas and them are gone, and now all the AIs are mm-hmm. jumping through hoops and yeah. bells and getting powers oh, yeah. through clouds, basically. The
1: little the little, little mm. ones.
2: Yeah. Um, the lemmings. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I we <laughs> got the code from the publisher for the Switch port, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what prompted it's this. It's crazy that it's not already hmm? on
1: Switch. It's crazy that it's not already on Switch. But Yeah, yeah I, I was
2: shocked, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, what a good game. It plays great on the Switch. <laughs> um, Who would know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so re-Switch port. Um, so when I was playing Hades, for example, I noticed a big difference between playing it in handheld and playing with my Pro Controller. Uh-huh. Um, I could feel the difference between the the um, uh, control mechanisms, uh, inputs. Um <coughs> I think this game was great with the Joy-Cons. I wanted to play it sort of curled up in bed mm. in the in the cold. I, everything felt tight enough that it didn't matter. I, I mean, I didn't actually end up... I was going to try it on, on the big screen, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't get around to it, mostly because I realized it didn't mm-hmm. matter. Like, even, even if it, yeah. it was tight enough, I could get through everything. Nothing felt loose, so... Like it's not like it would get tighter if that makes sense. So It would just be like, is it as good on the Pro Controller as a Joy-Con? Well, probably because the Pro Controller's a better input device. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's a shapy platformer for those of you who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah,
1: just a, a fundamental puzzle platformer. It's like, but it has a you know decent little bit of story. Yeah, it's, so it's got a little, yeah, got a a little charm it, to it.
0: I think. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: I I
2: think that's the entirety yeah. of why you want to play this game. There's a couple...
3: I like the platform. so so I, I mean really that's like why the I was platform. sad I didn't
2: end up finishing it because I remember some bits being like ah, I'm wrinkling my brain. How do I do this? Um, and I mean partly through memory, but also uh, yeah. I, I mean the, the first I think five worlds are very straightforward uh, to the point where I actually have to say, having gone through it before and sort of know the beats of the narrative there there's a bit of a lull uh maybe three-ish three or four like when i say worlds it's like version numbers right so you start with like not or is it not one to 1.0 or is it 1.1 it doesn't matter no oh, i don't remember I a numbering system that goes two? one point and one yeah 1.1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 mm-hmm. 10 and then it'll lock not, not go up a number uh, and when you have, like, the five different shapes, like, um, and you're just, like, there's, like, a handful of levels that are just, like, make them all go around. And, like, you're, like, cool. Well, I've already solved this puzzle of the, like, Chris little orange boy uh, needs to climb on mm-hmm. to Thomas before he can get onto John. And then, and he'll need all of them to, like, we need to make a little staircase. It's, like, okay, now I'm just doing that doing all these little puzzles together, but not in a, like, wait, which one do I know? It's like, I know exactly, like, I look at this level, yeah. and I know exactly what I need to yeah. do, and then it's just a pain in the ass of moving the things around, and I could, like, it's it's be unfortunate slow, because, yeah. like, I was bored. Does that make yeah. sense? Because uh, I, I know, like, I, I the plot's not so new, the music's great, it's, I mean, the music's fantastic, mm. but, like, going back to this game, it was like, Oh, I don't want to do this level. This level is not challenging. Yeah. It's not doing much, yeah. and all the plot. So when, so sorry, let me go back a step. Um, almost the entire plot is done through this like voiceover narrator who sometimes speak for the various blocks, like their thoughts, and sometimes just sort of describes what they're doing. Uh, it's almost always the first moves in a level. Mm-hmm. Not quite wi- right away, but usually like you hit a threshold hitbox somewhere in the level, and it'll be like, ah, and then Chris felt this way, or whatever. Most of the time, it's just, like, level starts some talking, and maybe there's a quick line in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, like, if you wanted to just live through the plot of the game, it's just starting each level, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Which is not, like, a critique. It's just, like, where it is. So when you couple that with i've been here before and this level is actually going to take a couple minutes but it's a couple minutes that are completely transparent to me and they're not even finicky platforming like it's just the moving because i you 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 have five shapes to control you hit your shoulder buttons um l and r uh to like rotate through the shapes yeah uh so you're just kind of like ferrying people back and forth and it's like uh, and there wasn't a puzzle there it was just doing Mm. it um once that passed, the game picked up again and I was fine, but there was definitely this lull. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then obviously, yeah. um, I guess your mileage will vary with other, some of the other levels. Maybe other people can see the solutions right away. Uh, but th- this was definitely a couple levels where it's like, it's mostly just moving people from left to right, roughly, mm. like like beginning of the stage to end of the stage and there's not like, an oh, you have to do it in this magic order, otherwise everything will break. Uh, yeah having said that i forgot how fun the game was in its finickiness when you have both james and thomas james being the guy who has inverted gravity and thomas being regular and james is the same size as mm-hmm. thomas same jump speed so like and so often the levels were like um axes mirrors but you'd have to like trip a switch or do this other thing mm-hmm. for one to let the other through and so you're having to think of the level upside down and right side up constantly. And then there are moments in the game where because of their gravity, they will cling to each other because they're falling into each other. But one of the interesting mechanics that can seem annoying, but I think is really integral to how much you could appreciate how to solve these puzzles, is when a shape is on a shape, um, you can kind of ferry them around and they ride on top of Mm -hmm. you except sometimes like with the gravity situation where you'll just sort of walk and they'll go away or well, when you're so well, when you're the bouncing
0: won't... when you're on the bouncing yeah, block just, as well the
2: bouncing one because they're bouncing they hit you and then they go up and if you go to the right they drop down again mm-hmm. and so what you have to do is kind of switch between the two yeah. shapes and move them in parallel and actually to do the James Thomas interactions quickly you're basically like I'm on James. I move you know 4 pixels to the right. Switch to Thomas move 4 pixels to the right. Switch to but of course like so so that they move in tandem mm-hmm. while they're stuck to each other until you get to the point where you can free one of them or jump off of one of them or swap spots like purposely run off <laughs> and then they separate into the different parts of the level but there's like spots and uh I want to say it's around level 5 or 6 I think where they there's like multiple spots where you have to do this like it could be slow or quick, but like this. I'm going to move a bit, then I'm going to have to switch and move a bit, then I'm going to move a bit, then switch. Because they have to stay together across kind of empty space. And then in order to hit the next part of the puzzle, one of them has to jump, and then the other one will fall into them. Mm-hmm. And then and you sort of yeah. go up and or down into in the space of the level based on their, them being able to cling to each other. And I think that was... My favorite mechanic of the game because it made you think in multiple directions. Uh, they were similar enough shapes that it was it wasn't too difficult to th- flip your thinking because they both had the same mm-hmm. range. Um, but they had to work together, and you had to figure out that it mattered that you only moved a bit and then another bit, and then, and it really made I'm you feel like you were working as a team. That
1: exact level, yeah. Where you want you getting one down to his place, and yeah.
0: It's just remembering to jump as the
1: right character. I've
2: though, played. I've...
3: Like, if you, if
1: you,
2: if you... Oh, and that's why I bring it up because, like, if you did it perfectly, it'd be like me, 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 me. But most of the time, it's like, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> oh, I gotta go back and like redo it. But that felt like I that that's the opposite of that like lull I was feeling in World Three, where it's like I kind of think I need to do this thing. I'm still not sure it, because it's like off screen where I need to go, but I'm pretty sure I need to do this. And actually, it's really hard to do. Yeah. Um and so i need to like master the skill and i think that type of puzzling at least up until this point didn't overstay its welcome so like there were a few spots where you really need to do that there's a few spots where you need to do like the tandem jumping with the james and thomas to like move the pair of them up or down um but that was it it wasn't like suddenly added into the middle of a seven people grid or whatever yes yeah um the 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 one thing I will, last thing I'll say about the switch port, and then I'll let you guys actually talk, um, is uh, I I wish, and and this is actually just, or maybe I just didn't notice it before, but of course you have the, um, in the bottom right corner, right? It has the the like little color swatches of the various characters who are in the game, and L one goes to the left, R one goes to the right. Um, But I think maybe it was because I was trying to finish it kind of quicker because I was like, oh, this other thing came up. I'm not sure I can finish this three or four hour game today like I wanted to for recording. And I noticed that my brain kept wanting to um, scroll from their physical location left and right, like the relative Mm -hmm. left and right location because it was L1R1 but it's still just the order in the bottom corner yeah right yeah yeah
1: oh yeah 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 so mm. so
2: like especially when you're trying to do this finicky things so you're like ah oh, that guy's to the left I'll just hit left no that's not what you're doing you know over there on the other side of the map because he was to the right in the initial ordering
3: that, that,
1: yeah that was, that's the issue i find playing on control does the switch not have um touch where you could switch between them or I is that not an option
2: even think about touching the screen,
1: Lucy. I, I, mean, I mean... I'm I'm going to grab it I remember it right I first now. played it on Vita. I, I don't know if that was an option on Vita. But, um, Switch, a lot of the times they don't implement that, um, the touch functionality, which is strange, especially when you have stuff like point and clicks. It's like, this would be immensely <clears> helpful, <throat> but they don't yeah. do it. But, um, yeah so it deals uh, live testing hey, it's, no. it's, it's the
0: best way
3: to
2: review it doesn't work right? Lucy nah. I'm just pounding the screen and nothing's happening yeah
1: <laughs> typical Yeah, I was saying to Ben that, the, that yeah. they never usually implement these things um, they'd be so very useful I'm
2: surprised that uh, you are the advocate for touch controls I guess it's oh, motion I, controls are the ones you I, hate, never mind I'm just being dumb
1: yeah, I, I'm just I'm just oh. thinking if they had it on Vita because that's where I played it, and I can't remember. How, if that how was a... good
0: would Thomas was alone be if it had motion controls in a way that you were holding your switch and you tilted mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from side to side to kind of move them across the screen and I don't know, interesting, lifted it to jump them and it, no, whatever motion control thing there would be but like if you can turn it off it would be a completely different way to play that game right
1: as long as you can turn it off
2: (laughs) there we
3: go yeah that's the lucy i know
1: yeah as long as you can turn it off it'd be fine um if you wanted to play in that absurd way but um yeah, anything else, Adil?
3: Any,
2: no, I mean, those were the, the big thoughts I had, which, which is were basically wanting to say something about the actual port. Mm. And the mm-hmm. the couple of, like, like being early in the game, being kind of bored surprised me because I really loved the game when it came out. No, or when no, I first no, I, played it. Um,
1: I, I agree with you. Like, I've played that game over 10 yeah. times, probably, on m- multiple different systems. And I agree with you. Some of those, um, you know, those middle levels do become a bit tedious when you're right, deal. you are mostly there on subsequent playthroughs just for the whole whimsy of it and um, Danny Wallace's mm. narration um, and the story. And yeah, some of those middle levels can get it get a bit slow, get a bit tedious once you know what you're doing, once you've played it enough times because it is bite-sized enough where I did return to it like, you know, probably once a year mm. uh, for a couple of years. I hadn't in a while, but yeah, maybe I might get that <laughs> that switch version when it's like <laughs> a pound on sale, um, I, and I'll own it on everything. I am like Wii U. Nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, what was your experience
0: with it, Ben? Um, so I um, have have I bought it on Steam this week. Uh, I don't know where I played this game. Right, so I looked at my <laughs> Steam library. Like, In your mind. I don't have Thomas was alone here. I looked at my PlayStation, I'm like, I don't know how Thomas was alone here. It
1: might have been a Plus what? game. Did you let your Plus so It, it
0: might it? have been a Plus game because I've switched between two different accounts on oh, Plus games. So yeah. a lot of my previous Plus games were on a different account because that was the master and then this was the sub. No, 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 that's not right. That was a sub account and then I could turn the one that I had into a master account. So that's now my plus one so it might have been on playstation but i don't know but it was on steam for like three quid during the uh lunar sale or whatever they called this uh, chinese new year um based sale so yeah. i picked it up and started through again and i i didn't have that um sort of lull so i i think i'm i've just got into the fourth set of puzzles so I'm at 4.1 and through sort okay. of the um through that that 3 point set of uh, of 10 sort of puzzles i didn't kind of have that lull but that might be because i've only played it once uh, not unlike lucy I, I i haven't returned to it i played through it hmm. once when i got it like who knows in a dream yeah <laughs> maybe like five or six <laughs> years ago, maybe. Um, so yeah, I, I think I'm experiencing it fresh enough to not sort of feel that. But there were a lot of times where I'm like, oh, I instantly know what to do. So there was at least some muscle memory or, or just memory of being like, I know this and doing it. And I I, I felt that, some of those times, especially in the um, in the initial stages, you get to the end before the narration's finished. And so I just sort of like, I enjoy the narration. So I'll just sit just before the end and wait for it to play I out. I do that. And then
2: I did off. that as well. Yeah. 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 Where you're just like powering through and you're like, oh, he's talking. Yep. <laughs> do this like mid air wobble. <laughs> we are like, I'm jumping, it's going to be a perfect landing, oh, no, pull away! <laughs> exactly. Uh, there is something ex- extremely satisfying when you get, like, a jump timed perfectly yes. into the slot to the end of the level. Versus being like, meh, 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 meh. And there's some really good rewarding feelings of those levels. Like, there's some where you, like, have to bounce to finish the level. Mm-hmm. Because the last um, mm. like sl- slot is mid air, yes. and it just makes you feel like you did the thing,
1: mm. like the Castlevania jump in the air with the whip, yeah. glowing orb,
0: <laughs> freeze. Free. I think it goes for that, doesn't it? Yeah. It goes for those kind of uh, like mm. gratifying platformer moments, like that. That's what it wants you to feel. It wants you to feel gratified. By completing these uh, levels uh, and by doing these things and apart from your experience of this sort of lull in the middle like I think it achieves that through most of the uh, through most of the individual levels really that it does mix it up enough and introduces things on that nice little kind of like drip fed sort of way that it changes it up enough as you play through to keep it fresh enough to keep you wanting to go through to see what the next thing will be, to to see what the kind of the next challenge, and what the next set of or what the next uh, like block will be, and what they can do, sort of thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think a good way to uh, you haven't quite got there there, but uh, but there's um uh, there's a series of levels where when they first introduce it, uh, it's basically. So you have those, like, buttons, right, uh-huh. or switches, uh, and they're white, and then later in the game, they become color-coded, yes. so a certain block has to, like, trip yep, I remember that bit, yeah. Um, and then at a certain point in the game, you've got, like, a couple of characters, and um, this is the part where I thought I might get bored, but I didn't, or I was like, oh, I see how this is going, but it was fine, because the gameplay, it was fluid enough, uh, pun mildly intended, because it was a water-lowering level. <laughs> Um, But it was basically John and Claire, I think. Claire's the big swimming block, right? Yeah. Boy and Yeah, And it was just the two of them, and you're going down the level, and you're like, now what do I do? John's stuck on Claire. And then you see, oh, actually, since the last change to level, uh, a little blue switch has appeared on the corner. So Claire swims over and hits it, and then the water drops some. But now instead, John has to jump up and hit a thing. And it's actually just not quite alternating it's just like looking for the switch that literally isn't there until the previous switch gets hit Mm. to kind of drop you to to navigate the level and you'd think that's like too simplistic but the way you hit the switch is just varied enough and the level is just short enough that you are still mostly coasting off of the notion of teamwork and switching and i think I think maybe that's my favorite type of level. Same thing with the John and Thomas, now, or not John, James and Thomas levels. Now that I think about it, is when I have to work in tandem, but I only have two or three moving parts, mm-hmm. so I can feel like I can do it dynamically. So I feel like they're con- constantly moving, not fighting with which one am I trying to switch to? Oh, like a lot of the puzzles end up being like this person does their thing for half the level, then we forget about them, uh, and then you know we come back before, and that's good because it allows you to use multiple powers. But at the same time, you don't ever feel like you're fully controlling them all as much as you do in those two to three yes like AIs in your in your control. I think that's for me. That's the sweet spot of I know exactly what's going on. I have to switch between them. I have to be dynamic, uh, but I only have to remember sort of a couple of things, and the game's only asking me to do a couple of things. And it's like the design is smart enough to know that when they escalate to like more, they can't tell, they they can't have the puzzles be like quick-switching ones, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. And I, I guess maybe it's just I like the pacing of those more finicky, quick-switching-type puzzles in the game than the, like, send five tendrils out and then retreat and then figure out what you need to do mm-hmm. next in which, which mm-hmm. order. Yeah. So I, I No, I, I, so I, yeah.
0: I agree with that. I, I think that the game is strongest when it's... Uh, only focusing on a couple of characters and um, making a, a a slightly more complex run through um, when you only have a couple of things to work with rather than it being almost this sort of very set puzzle. It's like you have five things, move this one, do x move this one do y move this one do z move this one do a move this one do b and you're finished Uh, i I think it Mm. it works better when you only have two or three parts to move and the extent of the abilities of those parts but it's dynamic enough in that oh i've got to this point with this one I, i know i now need to switch and move along with this but actually that's then made me switch back to this character to do something and then maybe i can switch down to this one like I think that is where it is is best. So uh, Lucy what about you what, what do you do you have a preference on these sort of levels? Or?
3: Um
1: No, I agree with um a deal more in that there is a lull mm-hmm. of those um some of those levels where it's just okay I'm I'm moving this character from A to B rather than you know uh puzzle solving. Um yeah, I, I, I haven't played the game in a while, but I, I know that, yeah, I, I think I just really enjoy that. The puzzle pla- platforming takes a backseat for me, which is unusual because I really like platformers. Yeah. Um, mm. A lot of it is the oh. the interaction in between, like the characters, and just giving those characters like a personality, even though they're just little cubes and shapes. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it, I think it's greater than the sum of its parts. Um, probably because there's just been so many more platformers mm. since that do things better than um, Thomas was alone. Still a great feeling game to go back to even now. But um, yeah, I think just still the, the the wrappings, the the audio, the the dialogue. Um, and just that interconnection between the characters. I really love like how Chris is the jealous one, and like Claire is you know body yeah, conscious, yeah. And, and Thomas is just he couldn't care about anything. <laughs> Thomas is just that. Uh, uh, Thomas was alone because Thomas um, is just vacant and he doesn't even notice. What's going uh, uh, Thomas on is just so general just white like...
0: protagonist, isn't he? Like in, in every other video game, he is alone because <laughs> yeah. it's only him moving through a set of spaces irrelevant of anyone else. <laughs> yeah. I I am sad that they didn't uh, c-
2: continue to genre bend in the Thomas was alone universe, like make a little cover shooter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's Thomas was alone too. Yeah. Eight days in film. <laughs> <easy.
2: laughs> I think you mean that Thomas no, Clancy no, no, that's TM the... Ghost Recon on Wildlands. Ooh. Very good. Very good.
0: Um, I just looked, I couldn't remember the date that good Thomas game. Was Alone originally came out. 2012.
1: 2012? Wow. Hmm. I didn't play it for many mm. years after because I, I first played it on Vita. And hold on, when did the Vita come out? Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, 2011. So I must have played it. Who cares? Anyway, uh, the Vita's dead now. Good, good, good platform. But yeah, I'll always have uh, memories of playing Thomas was Alone nice. on Vita. So, good, yeah.
0: fond memories. Mm.
1: Yes, very fond memories, uh, and I remember the day when it came to Xbox, I was like, on a Friday, I was like, I'm going to finish work, I'm going to go home and nerd out, eat some food and play nice. Thomas was alone. No time for people and social things, remember when those <laughs> things were a thing? Didn't do them then, don't do them now, it's fine. I have squares for friends. That's all you need.
0: That's it.
1: Yes. And I meant you oh, too. Yeah, that's true. You two we are squares. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Goddamn fucking nerds. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's our chat on Thomas Mazzullo. Uh mm-hmm. Lucy, I fear that we're um, right towards the end of the episode for us to come to you for your extended thoughts on the game that you'd like to talk about. But it maybe we can extended. just get some initial kind of thoughts before you talk about it next yes, week. Because I know I at think. the moment we're embargoed, which is why we've cut... Um, but you can give some some thoughts. I actually, you're only embargoed until after this will go out on Friday, anyway, so you can you can talk about what you like. Tell us what you want. Yeah.
1: Yes, and um, be pre- you're right, though. It is the initial thoughts, because um, I'm not... I don't know how many chapters it has, but I'm only on the mm-hmm. second one. So uh, it is initial thoughts right now, and it'll, uh, we'll probably talk cool. about it more next week. Um, yeah, it's a game called M- Mutropolis. M-U-Tropolis. Hmm. Um, and it is a point-and-click adventure game, um, as with most point-and-clicks nowadays. They, they, you know, always say look we're inspired by the mm-hmm. LucasArts point-and-click games, and um, the art style is actually more like Broken okay. Age from Double Fine, which obviously had its roots in yeah. Lucas Arts games. But yeah, it, it's got a really nice, um, really nice art art style. Um, you know hand drawn art style it's, it's very pretty um it's i'm very early on in the game so the plot is still in the early starts uh, you know of um unraveling but uh it's a game that's set in the future it's very you know a very grounded future where everything looks like okay it could be present mm-hmm. time and um Basically, they are you play as a role of a uh, archaeologist, and um, him and the, you know him and his expedition. That's the first act of the game. They uncover this uh, like mural that says Metropolis, and it's it's sort of like the you know city of Atlantis somewhere. It's like where is this? What what what's the whole deal about this? We you know we want to uncover the treasure there and stuff like that. And I think, from what I can glean, um, Metropolis is somewhere that is basically, you know, a modern bit version, modern day version of Earth, and it's like, you know, sort something happened, this cataclysm. I'm not. I, I think they've only just like touched upon that, so it's. Inter- I'll be interested to see what actually happened to uh, modern day life as mm. we know it. Um, but yeah, they're basically, you know. Doing archaeological digs to find stuff that is in our present time. Um, And uh, yes, the expedition goes wrong in a sense where the lead of the expedition gets kidnapped and uh, unrolls chapter 2, which is where I am, and you're having to (laughs) basically get a um, a vehicle, supplies, uh, stuff like that to go actually go out and find the leader of the expedition. Cause he's missing and nobody knows why, um, and that's where I am in the game. I'm trying to get out of my my lab, this facility uh, where these archaeologists work, and try and go find uh, the lead of the expedition and try and get the mm-hmm. story moving. Um, and yeah, it's been it's been I wouldn't call it a slog, but it's been okay. tough going. Like the, the devs, very very kind of them to send over. Uh, and the publisher to send over a, a copy. And they were saying, if you get stuck, uh, we can give you a walkthrough um, and just like, just give it a walkthrough <laughs> with, with the code, please. Because <laughs> yeah. it is very much one of those games where it's like, oh, okay, we're going back to very um, old school uh, levels of um, point and click. Not, to, not so bad where they are, so puzzles are so obtuse and just... Impossible to figure out. I have been slowly figuring things out in this game, but um, what I don't like about it is that there's too many red herrings mm. in it. Okay. Yeah, it, like.
2: Don't like the like, fishing some of those game? old...
1: <laughs> not so far. There's no fishing. There probably will be. To be honest, but, <laughs> that's um, the best part of Hades. Uh, I've not. I've not uh, done that. I haven't got the. Um... The crystal, or whatever you need to do. Yeah. Anyway, it's not the best um, part of Hades. I'm lying to you. Yeah, okay, good. Because <laughs> um, I'd, I'd be uh, surprised and shocked and disappointed. <laughs> because, um, yeah, it's it's the puzzles are as I say. There's too many red herrings that you have. Like you have your infantry. You have your things where you can combine in your new infantry. It's very classic in that sense. But it's like oh, you find this one item, you think, okay, it's gonna be able to, you know, it's gonna let me do this, which is, like, the sensible thing, like, oh, okay, I have, um, a piece of rope that I need untying, okay, let me just stab this st- screwdriver through, and I'm, I'm not this thing, but it's like, no, you need to you, you use something very specific mm. to do that, and it's like, okay, I found a screwdriver, um, you need a flathead screwdriver, you find a screwdriver, you're like, okay, um, cool Is it a it's not a, it's not a flathead one and it's like um okay i'm gonna have to somehow flatten this oh. um but there's also this oh. screwdriver there's also some screwdriver on some so this lady's desk and you're like could i swap this screwdriver she's got a flathead i just have a phillips one could i could i swap mm. it and it's just like it sort of gives you that It sort of gives you a slight hint that maybe that could be the thingy, or it's like, oh, I have some dye, maybe I could, um, you know, spray paint the, the screwdriver and switch it with hers, but it's like, no, that screwdriver on her desk is literally just a red uh-huh. herring. It's like, mm. you don't interact with that at all, and it's like, there's so many instances of that, and it's Oh, just that's like, really infuriating.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, it has been, with a lot of things, but I think it gives you enough, um, you know, I have been getting through it, so... It's obviously given me enough, you know, it's given me kernels of Mm -hmm. hints in the dialogue and stuff like that, so...
2: Yeah, it's not enough rope to hang yourself, just enough rope to be like, (laughs) wait, am I climbing (laughs) something?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's hard going at the moment, um and I'm not finding the dialogue that okay. I'm using. I think it's trying to be Oh, that's quite the funny. worst. I'm not finding it that funny. Um there are there are sometimes I've chuckled, but um overall, uh the jokes have just been like woof, over my over my head. But um Wait, are they over your yeah, head or are they just
2: not good enough to make you laugh? Not over my head, yes, they're not good enough to make me <laughs> yeah, laugh. Those head, yeah, those are very different things Lucy. Yeah. One yeah, is self effacing yeah. and the other is I condemning.
1: Yes <laughs> that you're very right. I understood the jokes, I just didn't laugh at them, but, um, yeah, it, I, I'm gonna keep going with it, um, especially when, you know, walkthroughs get out there, I might even cave and ask the publisher, it's like, yeah. help me, please, because, yeah, the, there is some part of that, like, figuring it out and bashing your head against the wall, that does take me back, It sometimes it, it is nice to play a point and click pre-release just to feel like, okay, I've figured mm-hmm. that out, because yeah, you don't absolutely. get that anymore, it's like you you, you have yeah. these walkthroughs you know, at the push of a button, so it, it's been nice, and it's like as I say, they're not, you know, like Gabriel Knight levels of cruel Um, you know, they they, they do have, you know, you know, the solutions do have Um, some of them are grounded and make sense, so, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, going to keep going through it, I, I, I'm interested, I'm intrigued enough in the plot, and I think the art style is great. So, nice.
0: Nice. Yeah. We, we can return to it next week for further thoughts. Yeah.
1: If if yeah, you have finished definitely.
0: it or not. you know I, I know you're not one to mm-hmm. uh, um, kind of slog through something if you're not really feeling it. Um, and I, I guess mm. if you get to a point where you're like, I need a walkthrough, but I, I'm not that fussed whether I finish it or not, you'll just drop it and not really worry.
1: Yeah. I think this is a game where it's like I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. it enough and I think it is all based in that like, okay, so some of these are red herrings, it's like maybe if, you know, I had more of the time, I'd be like happy to go through, but I think that's most of where my frustration lies. If I just had a walk through and it was like, yeah, okay, I, I, I've tried mm-hmm. my best at this, here here I go, then it's like, yeah, yeah. so that wouldn't be a problem. so it's, it's, it's weird, it's weird how that is less of a problem, it's still a kind of design flaw but it's less mm-hmm. of a problem now so, because we have the internet so um, yeah but uh, as I say there's there's enough drawing me in I'm enjoying it enough too. like it, it, if I was bashing my head against you know the wall and I wasn't <laughs> enjoying it I wouldn't have even come on the podcast to speak of it so right. you know yeah. like I, I'm enjoying enough about it where it's yeah, like that's yeah fair. I, I, absolutely I will, fair Mm. Continue yeah. Continue bashing my head against the wall because it's good enough to uh, nice. do that for good. it. Good. So. Good. Okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, it seems like a. Awesome.
1: Oh, it's out on Thursday, nice. uh, 18th. So, yeah. Yesterday, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this.
3: Good.
0: A good place to finish for us this week, then. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the beers that we have drank. As I uh, cracked over first, I will lead. Uh, I think I'm going to pick the duration. Sweeping Coast. Um, which was the West Coast Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. How long did it last for you?
2: What? What was the duration uh, you drank? Uh, <laughs> my
3: mine, mine. Um,
0: uh, it was
2: worth
3: boy. it just to
0: see your face. To uh, be fair, it did go back very quickly. It went back a lot quicker than the two old. Um, I mm. think I just preferred the flavor combination and the flow of the um sweeping coast than i did to the um, number two um, double ipa and i don't know whether that's because i was expecting a bit more from the double ipa whether i've got it in my mind that there should be a bigger feel to this that there is something more from it uh, but the um, the West Coast Pale did exactly what I expected of a West Coast Pale. It gave me some nice citrusy fruit. It was nice and piney, light because it's a very light sort of pale. Uh, but it worked very very well and it flowed very well through those flavours. Whereas the Dipper was sort of like here's some stuff, this is what it is, and that was it. You know, and kind of hmm. it didn't leave me cold, but left me wanting just something else to it to lift it above uh, not not even just standard dipper but to lift it above kind of just fruity dank beer Um, it just Mm. needed a bit more to it and that's not to take anything away from the sweeping coast from duration Uh, not to say it wins by default because the other beer didn't sort of uh, build up you know it it was a nice beer that flowed very well as I said and had good flavours so Uh, that's my pick for this week and uh, as a 4.8 beer it felt a little bit bigger so if you wanted to sort of session this and you had a 4 or 6 pack of this you could very easily just only get through maybe 3 on an evening because it feels just that little bit bigger uh, which is nice so yeah the duration sweeping goes for me this week Uh, how about you
2: I drank some beer well I drank a bit of a Mm. beer through a beer and then drank a little bit of more Hmm. of a beer um uh, it's it's actually tricky because it turns out I was kind of in the mood for the Throne beer. Um, the But the Metamorphosis kind of didn't do anything. It just was an IPA and I wanted an IPA. Sure. Um, the, versus the Hollow Days uh, Hazelnut Stout from Harbor Brewing. Um, was like 4 or 4.8%? Um, for a hazelnut stout uh, the lactose helped sort of round it out it was a really well balanced beer I think it's the better beer okay. um, so it's going to be that one even though I enjoyed the other one more just because I recognize it's sort of really well crafted It also mm. it hits the thing that I've been complaining about for me ever um, which is oh boy boy do I not really like low ABV stouts for some mm-hmm. reason actually this one is great and it's great in the like the niche of low ABV stout I think one of the problems is we often get them that they're trying to punch above the weight that they're they can do with the low ABV and this was just like hey if it's 4.8% let's just make sure everything is balanced that means sort of not being more boisterous or in your face. So the hazelnut's not too nutty, but there's nutty notes. There's some chocolatey notes. It's sweet all the way through thanks to so the lactose that helps round out the lack of the sort of alcohol sweetness that comes with a boozier stout. It's a really well-rounded beer. Like I said, I could have two or three at a place. It has enough of a finish, though I wish the finish was a little... Um, had more depth. Mm-hmm. That's just one of those things you don't get out of a sort of sub-5% beer anyway, yeah. roughly. Um, and the 6.7% metamorphosis was like, okay, it has a long finish, but half of that finish is really boring. Most of the finish is kind of boring, and like like I said, the like my problem with that was it was so front-loaded taste curve that there were interesting things, and they kind of left for a mm-hmm. long time. Um, so, it didn't make... I was reaching for it sort of because I wanted to taste those things yeah. that were too quick, and that's all. Just, like, it's one of my standard litmus tests yeah. when I feel like the beer is forcing me to have more to enjoy it, um, and it's, it was weird because it had a longer finish. It's just, like, the interesting taste and the, the balance was not near that yeah, time. Fair. Um So it's, yeah, it's a hollow days hazelnut soup. Nice. Nice, good. Uh,
0: and Lucy, I, I, I see you've just
3: mm.
0: nailed the last of the Brew yolk.
1: Yeah, speaking of slogs, mm. that certainly was. Um <laughs> Yeah, that that pre york beer looked like dirty mm. dishwater, it didn't taste much better. Um mm. Uh so yeah it's it's the um you know here Here now You Here Now You from Free 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 Hills. Um didn't think that would be the one uh to win this week, especially after after tasting it, but um it was far more of a beer, um, albeit a not greatly balanced one. It was it, it was much better beer than the Matthew McConaughey's, which only has its name to go for yeah. you know, going for it really. Mm. Um even Matthew McConaughey has more substance than that.
3: Ooh.
1: Uh even back when he just did rom coms. Um but yeah, yeah. Uh, odd one for Brew mm. York. Um I I, I love them as a brewery. I'll always try something different from them, but yeah, I think it's their stouts which I'd uh, recommend mm. from them. Um but yeah, Free Hills one, um it's it, it, it started it grew on me as as time went on. Um I think I became accustomed to uh the, the quite strong bitterness that it had. Um so yeah. Free Hills wins this
0: week. Fair. Nice. So there are our beers. They are all of the games that we've been playing. If you want to talk to us about what you are drinking or what you are playing, you can do that in lots of different ways. We are at TanksUpCast on Twitter and on Instagram. We are out of lives also on Twitter and over on the YouTube, where you may be watching this. And if you are, drop us a little like, drop us a subscribe, comment on one of our videos, let us know. (laughs) Yeah. Comment on one, like, trying to talk too fast comment on one of our videos uh, and let us know what you're drinking or if you've enjoyed any of the beers that we have drank this evening what else is there I'm, I'm thrown off now go to the Facebook page come and join us in our Discord server um, and just just chat to us come and have fun get involved converse play some games with us occasionally if you want to We throw out there on the Discord that we're going to be playing some stuff. And over on the Twitter as well. uh, When we're going to be playing things kind of online if you want to join us. Uh, But you can join us every week as a passive participant listening to what we talk about here on Tanked Up. Or you can join us for Geek Out Weekly. Geek Out Weekly. Fuck, I am sorry to talk too fast. Geek Mm. Out Weekly on every Monday on Twitch. Or then dropping normally on a Wednesday on the podcast service of your choice or over on YouTube. Go to lives.net to read all of the articles and everything else and to enjoy the other content that we put out. That's probably everything. I should stop there yeah, because I'm re- t- p- p- perving constantly all over uh, yeah. the shop.
1: Rate, review, share yeah, with friends.
0: I'm at no- for- underscore 47. Ah. Ding that
1: dong. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Ding that dong. Lucy is juicy lucy night no. Adel is at the Omni Art. Come and chat to us. We up.
3: Yeah. I'm
1: I'm gonna be a real gamer next no, Why tomorrow. Wait what? So next week when you see this, Why I'm gonna be again? a real gamer. <gasps> I've got a gaming
2: chair going. Oh I'm so jealous. Uh, so stay tuned for that, but also Recognising we've signed, up, signed off, so I'll just say
0: bye. <laughs> bye. www.outoflives.net